a Radio 191 FM podcast. And do I have an absolute treat for you right now? On the phone with me, I have uh, Leonard Charles, aka Jeremy Toy, producer for such staple acts uh, as Open Souls and Holly Smith, as well as collaborator with the likes of Avondale Bowling Club, David Dallas and Lady Six. But we have him on the horn to talk about his new collaboration with Guilty Simpson, the Leonard Simpson duo, and their debut album, which comes out in just two days, which is very exciting, called LSD, Leonard Simpson duo. Their new single dropped last week, Guilty, which I played just before. Um, this new album uses sort of like a late 70s inspired psychedelic and sort of acid influenced beats by um, uh, Jeremy, um, overlaid with uh, Simpson's distinctive and uncompromising lyricism as a stone throw mainstay. Uh, it's very exciting we can talk to you. Jeremy, how are you today? Hi, uh, yeah, good, thank you. Uh, where are you talking to us from right now? I'm in Onihanga in Auckland. Oh, awesome, awesome. And I'm in my, in my studio. I've had to shut the door. It's my son's third birthday. He's out, outside, and I just gave him a drum kit for his birthday, and he's, he's, just, he's showing everybody how it's going, and I have to shut the door. So. Oh, that's fantastic. some drums in the distance. It's just that. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry to pull you away from your son's birthday. That's, a, that's an amazing gift, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought, why not um, plant that seed and see where it takes them? I know, hell yeah. Um, so I guess, um, apart from your son's birthday, which I imagine is also very exciting, um, there's only two days <laughs> for you until the album gets released. A lot of, lot of dates yeah. this week, that's exciting. Yeah, it's, it's so good to have that, um, yeah, to be able to get that out this week. It's, yeah, it's cool, it's been a long time. I was going to say, because um, I, I understand you met Simpson when he toured New Zealand in 2016. Um, what sort of yep. drew you to work with him? Um, well, originally, I mean, I, I've been a fan of his since he started doing the work with um, Jaylib, the Jaylib record and then his own stuff on Stone Throw and his work with um, Jay Diller, uh, especially on the Shining record. So I've been a fan of his for a long time. and. Um, when he was coming through New Zealand, I just thought it was time to get in touch and actually try and um, see if he was down to make some music. So that was 2016. He was on tour. Yeah, got in touch, and he we met up in the studio and recorded one track. Then, wow, I guess it's all gone from there, really. Because um, mm. originally this album LSD, when you were thinking about it, um, I understand you were planning an EP, but then you created this full length album which is uh um you know quite fantastic um how would you describe the sort of um you know the creative relationship you guys have how uh, what may what do you think made it blossom to this um you know full release that you're coming up on very soon um uh, sorry could you repeat that sorry i just missed that question no you're good um i understand originally you guys had planned to do an ep but it became a full album i just wanted to know yeah. um what is it about your creative relationship that allowed you guys to be you know to create this 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 beast of work oh um well i, I think it really came down to just um um creative both having a creative um path and feeling and just just being like that's the core of it is being really creative with what we were doing so um and i knew that would work from the get-go when we first did that first song because i sent him like five songs to choose from when we did the first track together mm -hmm. and he picked the the like the, the weirdest basically the all i can describe it as the weirdest one of the five right. nothing that would have sounded like something he'd already worked on and i was like wow that's cool he picked the one that, that i was feeling the most but it was also the weirdest one 
And then, so when we started the EP side of things, I sent him a whole bunch of beats, and he just picked the, he once again picked the like, the interesting ones, the ones where I was like, definitely ones where I was recording it and I'd be freestyling a lot of the drums and guitar in the studio and it's like just like one takes of just me rambling on guitar and drums and bass. But he picked those ones and I thought that's, that's just so cool. That, and he was, and he, he kind of picked up on the creative side of it from where I was and that took him, that like influenced him in his side of it for the writing. Hmm. That's so cool. I think then that sounds like a like you know um, rather like rap and hip hop. You know, you guys had a pretty good flow going on, and you worked with each other, which is so cool. And I, I wanted to ask because um, for this interview, I realised, of course, you know, um, Open Souls, which I've been listening to since I was quite young. Um, you were mm. we were involved with that, and then I sort of looked towards the sort of evolution of your sound because you did um, Basement Donuts, which is a lot more. Uh, you know, uh, hip hop and jazz and sort of acid rock centric music that sort of pulls more towards yep. this work you've done now. Um, could you just sort of like describe how you've gone from like the open soul sound, which is very unique and very important to the sort of New Zealand overall discography, to what you've um, sort mm. of moved on to now? Mm. Um, from the open soul thing, so the first record was really like, sort of like for me, it was like hip hop inspired but in a, a definitely in a New Zealand way but inspired by Pete Rock and JD that was my main inspiration as a producer then the second record became more of an R&B thing where we focused on songwriting as the key and source tried to just write strong songs and not worry about it trying to be hip hop and then and that was because by before that record came out Jay Dillow released uh, Donuts and that just completely flipped my whole like thought uh, made me think about what I was doing and how I was trying to do things like T-Rock or JD and it wasn't working entirely in my opinion but when he released Donuts I was like wow that's such a unique amazing record and it just made me it forced me to just try and make new things and try and experiment myself and just find what I have in myself that I can contribute instead of trying to be like somebody else and so so this LSD record is me once I once I worked out what it was. Uh, this is this is this is definitely like a new chapter for me of of this is the hip hop that comes out of me as as myself and not as and not trying to be anybody else. Um, probably the only track on the record where I try and um, where I've actually taken really heavy influence is a track called Guilty, which is the latest single where I've. It's, it's a definite like nod to like Little Brother, like Ninth Wonder production, and to Pete Rock and Jay Dillow. That 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 track's probably the only one where I really tried to make it sound like something something else. Yeah. Wow. So yes, yeah, it's, it's a unique. It's a it's me. It's a it's a journey that I've going on myself to try and make unique hip hop in my own way. And now I'm like, I'm just about forty, and it's like I feel like I feel like I can I can contribute my own sound now. And yeah, so this is it. Wow, so I can I can sort of understand that you've gone through this rather intense, like you know, na a natural um, you know m maturation of your of your sound and your style to this album. And I have to admit, if the album is anything like the singles you've put out, I can see why people are so excited. Um, and I wanted to talk about the um, the album artwork and the sort of overriding theme in the name, uh, and um, even the short video you guys released as well. Um, which I believe yep. was for uh, my inspiration. Um, yep. 
I really like what you've done with it. I think it's brilliant. Um, when you were working through uh, the album artwork and everything else, um, did the name come first? Did the idea come first for what you wanted to put out there or the style that you wanted to put out there? The, um, the, the music was first, so I, I wanted to make psychedelic, like inspired sample rap music, and Guilty was on board with that idea from the get-go. And then as I was working away, um, I was trying to come up with a name for the. It was it could have already could have just been the Leonard Charles record with him as the feature rapper, and you know, I was like, no, nah, I want to make this a, a thing for us together. And he was feeling it, and he wanted to make it a thing as well. So I was just came up with a bunch of names, and it's the classic like Mad like or the J Lib thing where it's Mad Lib and J Dilla together, and then this is um, Leonard Charles and Guilty Simpson. You know, I was like, hey, that's going to spell LSD if I put Joe on it, and then it's like that ties in with the whole. Like where 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 the record came from itself, and the sampling that I had done on the record, and then that informed the, the, the getting the music to the final stage. Like there's a lot of interludes on here where I've tried to make them quite crazy interludes, and um, so yeah, I, 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 yeah, the music first, then the then the name came as we decided it was a duo. It should be a thing for us together, and then and then and then that informed everything else. The artwork um, was by Simone Salah, and she she's done like a lot of Anderson Park's main um, artwork for a lot of his stuff. So she 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 took that on board and made this record cover, which is a beautiful cover. It really is. It's amazing looking thing. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so all of that side of it, the really hard acid side of it, is her is her just going like straight into it and just making it as sort of pop and obvious as possible which I really appreciate because I probably would have done something really really opposite but this is so in your face and it is what it is it's a cool it's a cool looking record it is and uh, I, I like how it feels it's such a cohesive experience like self-contained with all the the style the name the artwork and the vibe as well um, and sort of going with mm. that um, and relating to the fact that you know you're a, you're a Kiwi through and through um, you, you have some pleasantly New Zealand centric sampling um, you've used Citizen Band and you've got Marlin as well um, what is it yeah. about like New Zealand music that keeps you coming back to sampling is it just because you're from here and you like that aspect of yourself or do you think that there's something about our music that works particularly well with the kind of tracks that you create there's, there's some untouched there's a lot of untouched stuff in New Zealand and, and the back catalogue of New Zealand music and now that the internet become like the place of searching and digging it's like there's a lot of beat makers and, and record collectors buying up New Zealand old New Zealand records and I'm a record collector myself so I have a lot of these records and I see like records which I used to buy for like $2 which are now worth like $150 and it's, wow. it's crazy to me it's actually crazy but I've got these records sometimes I just sell them off and get rid of them to somebody if they want them but some of the records my mum were in my mum's collection and um, oh, wow. and it's just interesting to me that they're untouched and that but they're, they're these really valuable rare records in, in, a, in a global situation that are untouched and we have the opportunity here in New Zealand to get in touch with the people who made the records like it's so easy for us in the music community so hmm. um, yeah and then, then it's cool to make a new one out of Marlon's record too which to me sounds like a 60s record in itself especially the bits some of the bits that I took so um, but it, it's a little bit like me as a beat maker like putting that out there as a New Zealand beat maker or the other New Zealand beat makers that you could hit New Zealand samples as well and then like it's, a, it's a slightly competitive I think just saying like here I did it <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you got to have a bit of competition in hip hop, right? No, exactly, exactly. And I mean, <laughs> <you've> re- <laughs> it's a it's a capitalist market. You know, it's buying, sellers, consuming, and you have to put out the best thing to consume, whatever the, whatever the part, and it could be the sum of the parts as you know the make itself. Um, yeah. So you've got it coming out in a couple of days, which is so exciting. Um, yep. And the three singles out are pretty phenomenal. I'd really recommend you give a listen. I think I'm going to play um, uh, my inspiration. Um, um, uh, you know, as as we talk out though. But I mean, uh, walk me through your next couple of days, and do you have any big plans when the album gets released in terms of what your you know what you see in the immediate future? Um, well, I just want to get this record out, and I want to get it as heard as much as possible because the. The, the goal is just to get Guilty out there and to perform with them. I have a Leonard Charles trio, which we opened for a Radna, and we, we were the band that was backing a Radna for a while there. Mm. Um, it's just myself, Chip Matthews, and Tom Broom. So I'm, I want to get Guilty out, and we perform as a trio with him out front, and we do his back catalogue, and we do the Leonard Simpson stuff as well. That's the dream, so it's like, it's hopefully I can get this to reach as many people in New Zealand as possible, and, and offshore as well, I mean, yeah, the, the the New Zealand side of it is just try and get it get it out there so that there's an audience so we can get them down here and, and put on put on some shows, because that's the dream, to do this, do this stuff live. Oh, heck yeah. Um, um, it, and, then, and, then, and then, of course, I've just constantly got new ideas, and I've got a whole idea for another record with them, and I've just got to make that happen as well. The, um, the idea for it's there so but I've got to make I've got to honour this record first because I think it's worth I put a lot into this record and I want to make sure it, it does what it needs to do without it just fizzing out there <laughs> now, of course you know it's a competitive market but you know I'm sure I'm sure oh, you'll yeah. find your niche like New Zealand hip hop is a real niche as well and it'd be so yeah. sick to get guilty out here well, but thank you so much for talking to us today Jeremy good luck um, for the rest of your son's birthday and for the release it's going to be huge um, yeah enjoy the rest of your day and thank you thank you so much for having me no worries talking in that yeah have oh, a good afternoon alright cheers so that was Jeremy Toy and right now this is my inspiration the album comes out in two days the Leonard Simpson duo's album LSD it's going to be Really quite fantastic. Um, you know, text in your thoughts when you hear a song as well. But you're currently listening to Radio 191 FM, and this is my inspiration. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.